Shalom out there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're back. Um, I don't know if you guys are up to date anything on our Twitter or anything, but if the intro song didn't give you an idea, it's it's Tom's takeover. Hayden and Kooks are both on reconnaissance down in Florida for spring break. So it's Tom's podcast. Tom is here. That's me. I am here to run the show. It's Tom's takeover. So by the intro song, I want you to come sail away with me because we're here and we're ready to talk some hockey. It might be some depressing hockey, but I'm going to try to spin zone it for all you people on how the jackets are still fine. We might be a little sweaty. I'm a little sweaty, to be honest with you. That game, it did make me a little sweaty tonight. We did play uh, the Winnipeg Jets. We did end up losing 5-2. to two, And then we did play the Edmonton Oilers yesterday. And we lost that one to 4 nothing. But I'm not sweaty yet. I'm not, I'm not ready to fold in. And given the towel because the, the Yarmo built this team for success. He built it for success. And I'm ready for that team to show me that success. They might not be showing it to you now, but they didn't show us that last year, right at the trade deadline. I don't know if you all remember, but it didn't really take place. That that ten game winning streak didn't take place until around this time last year, and I, I just pulled it up. Our first win in that ten game win streak to push us to the playoffs did take place March fourth, which is today. So tomorrow, because you know it is technically a new day for for all for all you listening. I did wait to record this episode until the new day because. I just wanted to be happy about the new day and not keep thinking about yesterday, Sunday's loss to the Winnipeg Jets. But last year's 10-game win streak did not happen until Sunday, March 4th. So, and it happened on the road. What's our next game? On the road in New Jersey. What's going to happen? We're going to win. It's going to start a streak, and that streak is going to propel us to the postseason. It's going to happen. And that game is in New Jersey. New Jersey, quite the capable team to give us that first win. Now, saying that, after New Jersey, I did text Hayden a little bit after the game because we just he just we just both had to vent a little bit. But texting him, March is gonna get sweaty. We go to New Jersey. But then our next two games are against the black and gold Pittsburgh Penguins. We go there Thursday, and then they come here Saturday. I'll be there Thursday. I'll be in Pittsburgh. Great content coming there. I will probably be intoxicated in some fashion. But Thursday will win, and Saturday we will win. We're going to beat the Penguins. Two big games because we are currently fighting the Penguins for a playoff spot. We're also fighting the Carolina Toilet Bowls and the Canes. But this time of year is huge for the Columbus Blue Jackets. So just to continue, 
at New Jersey this Tuesday, at Pittsburgh this Thursday. Pittsburgh comes here Saturday, and then next week's not going to get any easier. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie about that one. Then we have to go to the Islanders next Monday, Tuesday the 12th. Boston Bruins come here. Friday the 15th, huge matchup. The Carolina Canes come here, and then we have to go to Boston Saturday the 16th. But to backtrack a little bit, that 10-game win streak last year. We had to play a couple big games against some teams that we were fighting for a playoff spot. For example, that last win in that 10-game win streak was against Florida. And just to refresh your memories, we were in a huge playoff race with the Florida Panthers last year. So this team has done it before. They did it last year. It's fine to be a little sweaty right now. We did lose two games in a row. We've lost two huge games in a row. One against Edmonton Oilers. That should have been a win. Should have been a win, but we didn't show up. And then a tough game against the Winnipeg Jets. So let's break down these games a little bit. Try to understand what was going on during these games. And then see, I'm going to put my coach hat on. I'm going to see how I maybe my philosophy or my thinking could, you know, steer this team into the right direction. Because we all know Hayden says it all the time. A bunch of teams listen to this podcast. A bunch. Because, you know, somehow, some way we say something, they listen to our words, and that sparks a fuel underneath them. And then and then they get rolling. So I'm gonna try to put myself in Hayden's shoes and get the Columbus Blue Jackets to turn into the Columbus Blue Coats. I'm gonna try to spark a fire underneath them. So against the Edmonton Oilers, we just didn't simply show up. I don't think that team was really ready. It just didn't seem like from the puck drop that they were ready to go out there and win or play a hockey game. It just seemed like we are in slow motion compared to the Edmonton Oilers. I know the Oilers have a fast team. They have the fastest player in the league in Connor McDavid. Won three fastest skater competitions in a row in the All-Star game. They got Leon Dreisaitl. Like, they have a bunch of fast dudes. But we, you got to match that speed. And they just simply weren't matching that speed or that forecheck. So, that's an easy fix. Get on your skates. Get the legs moving. Get after it. One of the greatest things about this team is when they get their legs going, it seems it's almost like they're impossible to stop. So I need the team to get the legs moving. They gotta get bodies on the board. Don't overskate by putting bodies on the board and get yourself out of position. Just show them that you're there. Keep yourself in a good position and get some good offense going because I've talked to a couple people and what's the thing that we've been lacking these past couple games is we just haven't been able to sustain offensive pressure. We haven't been able to keep the puck in their zone. And when you can keep the puck in the offensive zone for an extended period of time, you're going to get the defense tired. You're going to get the goalie moving. That's going to get him tired. And sooner or later, you're going to get a couple shots off. And hopefully sooner or later, that translates to goals. And if you know a thing or two, goals are great. You want as many of those as possible if you're new to hockey. You want as many goals as possible. So what the coach need to do is just get some sustained offensive pressure. Pass the puck around. 
Get the legs moving. Get bodies to the net. Get pucks to the net. Don't think. Just shoot. I think this team is trying to find the perfect pass, and that's creating too many turnovers and not sustained offensive pressure. Quick shots. Get the shots in on net. And then with those shots, stop trying to be too fine. Going into tonight's game, there were too many shots that were hitting the back end boards or going up into the net because it seemed like they were trying to get the perfect shot on net. They were trying to get that perfect snipe. And that's fine if you're a Cam Atkinson, an Oliver Bjorkstrand, or an Artemi Panarin. Or maybe even like, I'll even, I can even throw in Dubois or um, Matt Duchesne. I can throw those guys in there too. If you want to try to get that perfect shot, I believe in those guys to get that perfect shot every now and then. But for some of the other guys like Josh Anderson, Boone Jenner, Nick Foligno, Zach Wierenski, just get the puck on net. Get it on net. Get it on the goaltender. Make him make the save. Don't make his job easier by missing the net. Get the puck on net. Make him work for it. And then for Zach Wierenski, as a defenseman, if you get the puck on net, it's going to create a rebound. It's either going to go in the net or it's going to create a rebound, hopefully. And then give your forwards a chance to sink that rebound. If you're a forward like Josh Anderson, Boone Jenner, Nick Foligno, that's one of the hardest working lines on the team. They're constantly moving. They're big guys. Get in front of the net. Have someone take a shot. Get a rebound. And then sweep that in. It's, it, it's a pretty simple game when you, when you get down to the fundamentals like that. And what was one of the greatest things about that 2016-2017 Columbus Blue Jackets team when we won 16 games in a row, had the number one power play in the league? Well, when we had that number one power play in the league, we had a big body in front of the goaltender to take away his vision. Obviously, if you take away the goalie's vision, it, it makes make, saving the puck a hell of a lot harder. So he's either got to try to stop the puck or he's going to give up a juicy rebound. And just like when we had that number one power play a couple years ago, we had somebody on the front doorstep to sweep that puck in and get a goal. So we just got to keep revolving. Get the puck in the offensive zone and keep it there. Find a way to keep that puck in the zone. Make the defense, the forwards, and the goaltender work around you to get that puck out. And then we need a strong neutral zone. Overall, the across the whole board, we just have to be stronger. Offensively, just went over that. Neutral zone, you're, you're on top of them before they even see it coming. You are getting on top of them. You're getting that puck, and you're either throwing it into the offensive zone or you're just pulling it back a little bit to reset. Give yourself an opportunity to get that puck in there. And then defensively, we're letting shots get on get in on Bob, and we're letting guys get rebounds, clean shots, stay in front of Bob, standing in front of the net. We're making his job that much harder. So defensively, we need to start getting in front of these passing lanes and these shot lanes. We can't let them be getting into the net that easily. Otherwise, it's going to be a tough month of March. March is not an easy month. Like I said, I went over the last, well, not the last, the first two weeks of March that we got coming up very hard. 
But then after that, it doesn't get any easier. After that Saturday 16th matchup at Boston, we go on a Western Can- Canadian trip. We we own the Weast. We've covered this in previous episodes. But a Western Canada trip is never easy, especially when you're playing the Calgary Flames, the number one team in the West. They've already beat us once this year, 9-6. to six. Two days later, Thursday, March 21st, we have to go to the Rogers Center in Edmonton. They just beat us for nothing, and they made us look like fools. One of the wor- one of the more worst teams in the West made us look like fools, putting a big fat goose egg on us. They made us. They didn't let us score a goal, and we let them score four. So that's going to be a tough game. And then that Sunday, we have to go to Edmonton, or not Edmonton? Sorry, we. That's the team I just talked about. We'll have to go to Vancouver. Vancouver's fighting for a playoff spot too, so they're going to be skating hard and they're going to be looking for any way to crawl themselves into a playoff position. And just continuing through the month of March, then we have to play here at home against the Islanders, the number one team in the Metro currently, and then we have to play here at home against Montreal. Two reasonably tough games. Montreal just beat us recently. At their place, three to two, it was a tough game. We had a, it was a hard-fought game, but those are the teams we got to start beating. These playoff teams are the ones that we need to start winning, and we need to get big. It's tough. I know it's tough because then we after that we have Nashville and Buffalo, two tough teams. But these are the team. This month will be the biggest test, and if we pass it, we get to the postseason. And what comes out of that passing? You also get, like I said, a trip to the postseason. But there is so much confidence that can be gained in this month of March. Beating all these playoff teams and all these potential playoff teams is going to give you that confidence to go into that postseason and say, we can beat these guys. We've done it before, and we can do it again. Because over the last two years, the biggest... Like mental barrier this team seems like it's had is trying to get those final big goals that you need against these potential playoff teams. It always seems like we have that mental barrier against Pittsburgh or against the teams that are better than us that we can't get past that second goal. It seems like we always score one to two goals against the big teams like Pittsburgh, Washington, or Boston, or Calgary, you know, big teams like that that are in the playoff picture, they're established in that playoff picture, and they, you know, they're going to make a good run at it. We always seem like we have a tough time getting past that first or second goal. And in the playoffs, you need to find a way to get past that second or first goal in order to win the games. So this month of March, it's really going to show us if this team can nut up or shut up. I'm I'm just like you guys. I'm hoping they're going to nut up. I'm hoping they're going to be like, "Yeah, we can beat these teams. We don't have we're, we're not lacking any talent here, ladies and gentlemen. Matthew Shane, Ryan Dezingle just acquired them from a trade. Then we already had players like Pierre-Luc Dubois, Artemi Panarin, Cam Atkinson, Josh Anderson. We have guys on the forwards that can put pressure and score goals but we need them to do it more consistently we need them to do it against these big teams and then defensively we have guys like David Savard 
Seth Jones, Zach Wierenski, we have locked down an offensive defenseman that can push us past that level. We just need to put it all together. It seems like this whole season we've had such a hard time putting it all together into one big game. We'll get it for a couple games, and then we'll fall off for like four to five. Well, I'll tell you right now, for this month of March, we can't have that. We need consistency every game. I'm not saying we got to win every game. That's impossible. You can't win every game in this sport. I'm not saying they got to go out and win 10 games in a row like they did last year, or 16 games in a row like they did two years ago. But this year, they need to find a way to win four or five in a row, lose one, then win four or five in a row again. It's time for that to come about. Because if they, if they don't, it's going to be a tough hill to climb. And we might not have a month of April to play in this year. We very may well not. New Jersey should be an easy win. There's no way around that. But when it comes to playing Pittsburgh, New York, Boston, Carolina these next two weeks, we better be there. And I think we will. I know we will, actually. I know we will because this team, they love the month of March. They showed it last year, and we're going to do it again this year. We're going to see in April. I, I fairly well believe that. Well, we will see in April. We made too many big moves at the trade deadline, and we have too many big players to not have a big month of March and make a postseason run. This is the year. Hayden said it all year. It's the coach year. Well, I'm going to... I've been backing them up all year, but since this is Tom's takeover, I'm going to fully back it again right now. It's the coach year, and we're getting ready for it. What does every big moment need? It, you see it in movies all the time. For example, you see the Avengers. They're, fight, they're fighting Loki. I'm talking about Avengers 1 right now. The first Avengers. All the Avengers, they're not working together. They're working as separates trying to fight and take down Loki as separates, as individuals. But then they, they have that moment where they all get separated beyond belief. They all get defeated beyond belief. And then they all realize that when they come together and they fight together, they're this unstoppable force. And that they, if they work together, they can take down Loki. Well, I think this is our moment where... We're all working as individuals. We're all working not as a team. We're working for just ourselves. And this tonight was that moment. We lost, well, this weekend. I'll say this weekend. Losing to the Oilers and losing to the Winnipeg Jets. This was our moment where we realized we can't be working as individuals anymore. And I think this Tuesday we're going to see that turnaround. I think this Tuesday we're going to see that turnaround and we're going to we're going to see the avengers come out of the columbus blue jackets to play the new jersey devils and later on this week when we play the pittsburgh penguins there this thursday and uh back home here at nationwide arena i think we'll see the avengers i know we'll see the avengers actually because it's the coach year and i'll be damned if i'm interning for them for a second straight season not a big deal uh and i don't get to see another playoff run we're gonna go for the third playoff run we're gonna make a deep push and we're gonna see where we can get with it and it's gonna it 
I'm ready for it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited for it, actually, because we're all Columbus Blue Jackets fans here, and we want to see that that big, deep push. So it, it, it it's tough right now, believe me. I got to go to every game, and I got to wa- I got to watch these th- these players play as individuals and not live up to their potential. But starting this Tuesday, we're we're going to be able to start putting smiles back on our faces. I'm going to be able to get back here on the podcast this Wednesday, and I'm going to be able to talk about how great of a game it was out at New Jersey, and how I'm so happy that I'm ready ready to go to Pittsburgh this Thursday to play the Penguins and how we're getting ready to see the true form of the the Avengers, the Columbus Blue Coats, and I can't wait to, to share it all with you because it's Tom's takeover. I've said it a million times. Dave and Kooks are out. Or Dave Kooks. That, Dave and Kooks, that's, that's the same guy. Kooks and Hayden are down in Florida on their spring break doing reconnaissance, studying up the Florida life, living their best lives. All all the best to them. Hope they're enjoying their trips. But this is Tom's takeover. We're going to have a great week, ladies and gentlemen, with the Columbus Blue Jackets, or sorry, the Columbus Blue Coats, hopefully. Hopefully we're done seeing the Columbus Blue Jackets. If you haven't heard our analogy with that one the the blue jackets are when we have a terrible team on the ice and the blue coats are when we have a great team on the ice so we don't want to see any of the columbus blue jackets we want to see all the columbus blue coats that we can so tom's takeover columbus blue coats we got all that covered i think we did if i didn't cover something just just fucking dm me or tweet at us and i'll try to cover it in the wednesday episode if if we don't cover something that you actually wanted to hear always dm us or add us on twitter we always fucking read your guys's things and we'll figure out a way to talk about it so talked about enough about the columbus blue jackets i think i'm sure i'll bring it back to them at some point because you know that is why we all hear why we all are here i should say is because we're all columbus blue coat fans so let's take a look at the rest of the league right now or actually let me do you love to see it you hate to see it real quick before we get into the uh the next segment right here my hate to see it for the week is that dave and Cook. i did it again it's not dave and kooks it's dave and hayden dave and hayden left me on their spring break to do the podcast by myself you hate to see it that they're you know, leaving the, the keys, the reins, all to one man. But I'm going to spin zone that into my love. To, you love to see it because it's Tom's takeover. I'm here with all you guys. It's just me and you. You know, a lot of one-on-one time for us. You can't love anything more than that. Just some one-on-one time. Tom, Tom and the dude and dudettes out there. So you'll fucking love to see that. Uh, and then just a, a quick second you love to see it is I just literally on the spot thought of that Avengers analogy for the Columbus Blue Coats. I thought that was fucking amazing. I hope you all thought, thought that was fucking amazing. So you love to see my fucking Avengers uh, shitty analogy right there. I think it was amazing. So pat my ass because that was pretty cool. So let's get into the segment. Let's take a look at this NH- NHL standings right now. Washington today, Washington today, sorry, 
won in a shootout against the Rangers. It was an NBC televised game, so if you did see it, it had a very interesting ending. So the game was tied. They went to overtime. They No one scored in overtime, so we go to the classic shootout. And uh, they go three rounds. Both teams had one or two shooters score, I believe. And uh, so we go to our fourth shooters. New York doesn't score, so it's Washington's turn. They turn to the captain, Alex Ovechkin. Kooks is ha- getting a hard on. He's loving this talk right now. And uh, Ovechkin um, goes up and misses the shot. But when you watch it, the goalie throws his stick at Ovechkin to knock the puck away. And if you don't know, that that is illegal. You are not allowed to do that in a shootout. Just throw your stick and disrupt the puck. So as a result of that, it counts as a good goal. So Washington wins in a weird fashion at, at the Garden against the New York Rangers when the Rangers goalie threw his stick at the puck Ovechkin was trying to score with, and uh, they count as a good goal. So very interesting way to win. They take the lead in the Metropolitan with that win here today. They do. Uh, they do have. They have played one more game than the rest of the teams in the Metro at the moment. So we'll see how that if goes into play over the next coming days. The Islanders are second. Carolina Toilet Bowls are third. And then in the Atlantic, obviously, I if you don't know much about hockey, Tampa Bay is a fudging wagon. Caught myself there. I thought I said it too many times a couple minutes ago, so I, I switched up to fudging. Tampa Bay is a fudging wagon at 104 points. It's pretty much a lock that they will be the President's Trophy winner, and that in result means they win the Atlantic. Boston is second. Toronto is third. And then here is where it gets really interesting. The wild card race. You got Pittsburgh in the first seed at 77 with 33 rows, but and then Montreal, they're also 77 points with 33 rows. So it is a very close race right there. And then going down, you got the Columbus Blue Jackets right now, hopefully turning Leaf into the Blue Coats at 75 points. And then Philadelphia right below them at 72. And then Florida and Buffalo, they're not out of it really, but they are starting to dig themselves a very large hole. Buffalo being at 68 and Florida at 67. But. The blue coats, they like I do did say I was gonna I will revert back to them at some point in time. They gotta start picking things up. They are two points behind the uh, the Penguins and Montreal, and then three points behind the Carolina Canes. They do have a game in hand on Montreal, but you gotta start winning to start getting these points and maybe start seeing some fluctuating in the standings, and then also Philadelphia has dug their way back into it. They are all, they are at 72 points, so they're only three points behind us, five behind the wild card, six behind the third seed in Carolina. So Philadelphia is not out of it either. They had a rough go at it the first half of the season, but they're finding their way back into things. So it's starting to get a little more dicey up in the East, and as things get closer to the end of the season, we'll truly really have to see how dicey things get. So let's take a look at the wet, the weast real quick. 
In the Central Division, Winnipeg got that win last night. So they are first with 82 points. Nashville is second with 81. St. Louis is third with 74. Over in the Pacific, you have Calgary at first at 89. San Jose second at 84. And Vegas in third at 77. Then the wild card, just as dicey as I talked about in the East, is just as dicey in the West. You got Dallas in the first wild card seed at 71. Minnesota second wild card seed at 71 the Arizona Yotes the Yotes are a freaking wagon they've won six in a row who would have thought we all did because we are bandwagon Yotes fans we're all rooting for them being an eastern love team since I do love the Coats I have my affiliation to the East, so if I'm going to root for a team in the West, it is going to be the Yotes. The Yotes are a wagon. They are sitting two points out of that wild card spot at 69 points, Colorado at 68. So the West is just as tight, but it doesn't matter because the Yotes have won six in a row. They play Anaheim tomorrow, Tuesday, March 5th, so hopefully that's another easy win for them. They get two more points, and they just keep moving up that ladder because I think the Yotes are a great fucking story to see. I'd love to see them get make a postseason run. So that is your quick NHL standings debrief. If you got anything out of that long scramble, the points you need to take are the Coats need to start working together, start getting some points to get back into a spot and start building a little cushion. And then the second point is the Yotes are a wagon. They've won six in a row, and you better watch out for them if you're a fan of any team in the West. So those are the two points. It's Tom's fudging. Caught myself again. I didn't want to say it. I said I think I've hit the cap on how many F-bombs I can drop in one episode. So I'm going to try to catch myself from here on out. So it's Tom's takeover. I'm going on around 30 minutes right now. I've never really done an episode by myself, so I'm kind of stretching thin here, not being able to shoot the shit with somebody in around here. So I'm going to wrap things up here for you guys because doing this solo... It's hard to go over 30 minutes, let me tell you what. It's it's not freaking easy. Like Sooner or later, not being able to talk to somebody, I'm just sitting here random, just talking to myself. I'm, I'm talking to you guys, but you guys aren't here to voice back to me yet, so it is tough for me to just talk to myself, essentially, for over like an hour. Hayden likes hour episodes. Well, that, that's going to be a tough, because I don't have anyone here to just sit here and shoot the shit with and just ramble on about dumb stuff with. So I got you guys. I've always got you guys. I know my mom's listening, so I could talk to her too, but she's asleep because it is 1231 in the morning. I've got work in the morning as well. So let's wrap things up because I'm bound to say something dumb at some point that I don't want to say. So thank you for listening. Um, your, your love and your affection is always appreciated by me mostly because it's Tom's takeover. It's Tom's takeover week. I'm doing everything for these guys this week because they're, I don't clock out. 
I'm always doing something for these guys and for this podcast and for you mostly. So thank you for listening. Uh, Mom, I know you're asleep, but thank you for listening and what you do. Uh, other than that, um, keep spreading the word about us on social media. You guys do a fantastic job of that, but we always want to keep the ball rolling more. We want to boost our listeners up so we can spread the love and joy with others and just make this thing huge so then we can have more fun. More fun for us means more fun for you. There's a word I can't think of right now, but there's a word that would fit this perfectly. It's ambidextrous or something like this. Not ambidextrous. That's when you can write and with both hands. It's advantageous. It's advantageous. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's advantageous for everyone. It's great for us. It's great for you. So let me end the, the show with these three bullet points that these three reads that I have to every week. Uh, cross your fingers. Uh, give me a s- small prayer right now before I get into them that I can get through all three bullet points without a stutter or a mess up. So moment of silence real quick so you can say your prayer and cross your fingers. Okay, great. Here we go, boys and gentlemen, ladies and girls. Here we go. Thank you for listening to the Hockey Dudes. We are brought to you by the CBJ Artillery. We are also brought to you by Seat Giant. Use the promo code DUDES, D-U-D-E-S, DUDES, to get a discount on your next purchase to a concert, sporting event, whatever you like to attend. Use Seat Giant, promo code DUDES, for a discount on your next purchase. And then to end the show, remember to sign up, DM us, email us at thehockeydudes at gmail.com, or at us on Twitter, or talk to the CBJ Artillery about the pre-offs. A three-on-three tournament at the Alum Creek Hockey Rink in Westerville, Ohio. Rollerblades or tennis shoes can be worn, but you must have three players and a goalie to participate. Come out, play with us and the artillery. If you if you don't really want to play and you just want to hang out, you're more than welcome to just come hang out, shoot the shit with us, shoot the tables with us, and just, you know, have a good time with us as we hopefully get ready for the playoffs, the Columbus Blue Coats playoffs, with our own version of the pre-offs three-on-three tournament that we will be are participating in, the artillery will be, will be participating in, and if you want to play, come out and play us. I dare you to come play us. If you don't want to dare or test your luck in playing us or the artillery, just come and have out, hang out and have a good time. Come out and talk to us, you know. Some of us like to talk. Some of us like to hang out. Some of us like to play hockey. Some of us like all three things. We'll do all three things with you guys. So that wasn't too painful. I think I may have stuttered like one or two times. So your prayers were much obliged uh, in trying to help me get through those reads. Other than that, thank you for listening. I'm pounding my fist trying to remember all these bullet points. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at TheHockeyDudes. Follow us on Instagram at the underscore hockey underscore dudes. I think that's what it is. Kooks is supposed to be here to do that. But like I said, it's Tom's takeover, so I'm doing everything. So thank you for listening. 
but don't forget to tell your uh, Jift peanut butter jar container, your water jug, your Under Armour black or white tennis shoes, your ice skates, your Harry Buffalo, or sorry, that is my Dave & Buster's Pilsner glass. Don't forget to tell your Chief Wahoo, your Luke Skywalkers about us, and then most importantly, never forget, always remember to always tell your dog Thank you for listening. Love you guys and gals. But most importantly, tell your dog.